Hello and welcome to another episode of the STG podcast, where we speak about science, technology, gaming and other stuff. And today, finally, after a few episodes alone, I'm joined by Johanna. Hey, hello, hello. Finally here. Yeah, finally here. It got better. Also, we are recording this episode. Basically, we recorded three episodes in a week. And uh, you're going to probably listen to this while I'm traveling through Europe from Italy to Finland by car. That's going to be something that I might want to tell the story. After all, it might be an interesting trip. Yeah. But for now, uh, let's start again like usual. Twitter at stg underscore podcast if you want to follow us there give a feedback advice propose topics or just follow the episode when they come out and if you like what you listen maybe share it around you know it's help us reach more listener maybe someone is interesting listening on yabbling all the time so <laughs> never know but today we have a bit of a a random assortment of topics and so i have few topics over here and maybe let's start with the uh, with the fact that i started watching the chernobyl series on hbo and Ooh. it's extremely good uh, of course the well the story is not that good like everybody knows the story of chernobyl that yeah it's not a good story but uh, the series is really really well done it uh, really goes to the small detail in the technical side of what happened to the reactor. And I just watched the first episode that just speaks about basically the first night when the reactor exploded. Mm-hmm. Um, but this really goes down to the really the column of light coming from the reactor because the radiation is so high that it's ionizing the air and you can actually see a yeah. of light coming from the <laughs> reactor and it's that's actually what, what happened. It's not some weird thing. And so if you have HBO, go and watch it. Uh, I think it's five episodes total. So it's a mini series. Oh, and it's nice. Re- yeah, it's, it's the best. You know that it's high quality. It's not going to last too long. And there is not going to be a second season. This is just what it is. Yeah, that sounds very good. And also sounds like something um, sort of perfect for for something like Chernobyl, because I mean, if the name name of the show is Chernobyl, uh, there's not that much story to tell. I mean, there's the story of that one event and that's pretty much it. Yeah, of course, then I guess there's going to be a lot more like this. The first episode was just what happened, but then mm. it's going to go it's setting the stage for all the politics behind because yeah. those were seriously fucked up. So then there is going to go over there and see how the thing was handled and it's Hmm. Yeah, I've, yeah I've, I've heard lots of good about it. So yeah. now, now that you said that it's only uh, five episodes, it sounds even better because uh, I'm already watching one show which has four seasons and I'm sort of slowly going through it. I'm in the, I think, in the second season somewhere. And so I don't want to start anything anything heavy. Yeah, well, this is heavy, but not in a long... Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, heavy in that sense that it yeah. takes me a long time to watch. No, yeah, not time, heavy. In, time in commitment, that. yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to probably watch more episodes after this podcast is done. Sounds, sounds very good. But yeah, so, and if you don't have HBO, this is probably worth the money for a month. Just pay for a month and watch it because it's really, really nice. Uh, 
yeah you should do it like you should do it like i do uh whenever you feel like you want to watch some good series subscribe and then immediately uh remove the subscription yeah so then you have one time one month time to watch something and then at some point you sort of run out and then later you realize oh you don't have the time anymore and then you can maybe subscribe again but this way you uh you don't have to continue having the subscription if you uh, fail to use it, it doesn't matter yeah yeah exactly. or you find three four friends and share the whole subscription and pay very little money for <laughs> those yeah so, yeah so that was it i don't, i don't want to spoil it well spoil I, how do you spoil that does it does it have a, how does the first episode have a good ending uh yeah well it depends <laughs> yeah depends on where you come from so yeah now to go in more technically technical stuff i have two articles one serious one and one that might be serious for someone but uh, i just find it interesting uh you know this uh, automatic uh, robot that clean your house automatic robot doing what to your house the, the clean your house like this, ah uh, oh yeah yeah the, roomba roomba yeah that's exactly what i was reading so mm. any, any of those and they made new models where they have all this fancy stuff. And apparently they also have modeled that mop after the other one. So one <laughs> vacuum cleans and then the other comes with the mop and mops the, the house. Okay, beside that, it's the thing that came to my mind is like, uh, this is somehow cool. If you are, I mean, you can be lazy and just go away and clean the house. Uh, but something that I, I start checking around my house and it's like, I don't think the robot can really clean this so well because mm. you would just leave crap around and then there are some, maybe the chair, they are a little bit too low on the bottom. They have some stuff in the middle and then you leave your bag there, some stuff it's on right around and the cats are walking around the house. And I really would like to try one of these things, how it works. But the other thing that really came to my mind is like, do you really want a company to have a complete, really accurate 3D model of all your house? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I completely agree with the first point. I would not use any of these just because I have so much stuff on the floor. I mean, not not in the sense that I, I mean, sometimes my house is not super tidy, but overall I have lots of stuff on there, like many chairs and sometimes a backpack and some bags and, you know, this kind of stuff. So. It would be, at least I would not be personally uh, satisfied with the with the cleaning results, no matter how good it was, because it couldn't just it, it just couldn't clean everywhere. So until the robot cleaners are some kind of machines that can lift and move things, then I don't see any <laughs> use for oh, them. Well. I, yeah. So, also, so I, I guess that that's not very common, but it cannot go to the bathroom because the bathroom is the difference. Uh, level mm -hmm. and this kind of stuff also we have a step to go to the kitchen and so yeah yeah but the second second part is also sort of interesting and tie, ties into the into a more of um, into a broader discussion about about privacy in your own yeah. home not 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 necessarily yet or maybe now nowadays even maybe in in the united states because there's the the internet of things is maybe maybe a bit more uh forward than at least in finland uh but still let's say in 10 years or 20 years 
when you buy any appliance, uh, it is going to be connected to the internet, whether you want it to or not. And it's not like you can inhibit it because they, they, they won't be using your uh, wireless network. They will be using 5G or some other technology by themselves. So yeah, directly connected like they yeah, uh, have their own kind of probably. Uh, yeah, Mikko Hyppönen from F-Secure uh, hmm. had a very nice way of putting it, which is that if it's going to be connected to uh, uh, to the uh, power grid, it will be connected to the internet as well. So yeah. no, no matter. Hmm. I mean, it doesn't doesn't matter if it's in any way sensible or in any way useful or or if you want it to or not. It is going to be connected because yeah. the the uh, company that makes it wants to get more data wants to get data from how you use it and when you use it and uh, you know this and so on so they want to get all the data so so it will be connected and this sort of ties into the do you want some company to have a 3d model of your of your uh, house because of the cleaner you know maybe in the future it's not it's possible not to give them that data. Yeah, and that, that's a discussion that actually should already start now because that's when these things are coming, like all the Alexa and Google crap that you just put there and speak with them and they listen everything you say. And uh, yeah. already the phone does it with uh, some certain application. They really try to listen as much as you can, as they can and try to get all the data they can. And personally, I try to avoid any of those because first of all, I don't think they're useful in any way. Like, I don't want to speak with a phone. Like, it's, I, I never understood the real advantage of those things. And I mean, if I'm in my house and I really need to know something, it doesn't take me very long to just take a phone, look, go to a computer and look, all this kind of stuff. And if I need to do something, I either remember or I have it in my calendar or I'm not that busy that I need <laughs> The hardware there to tell me all the time what I need to do. And, yeah, you know. I, I think the biggest use for this kind of uh, talking to the phone or talking to the computer comes from situations where you can't use your hands or you can't sort of, you know, stop and check it. So this is the, I mean, in this way, I think it's very useful for, but this is more related to, you know, working or industry kind of stuff, not necessarily your personal life at home yeah i understand in a professional like uh, level that you really have to do something but if you're at home yeah like i really took a yeah you can tell can you play this song but i mean come on seriously i i don't know hmm. i don't get the point like uh yeah i agree i agree i i don't want to use these it's more uh, of a privacy concern for me like uh, that i don't want this to listen everything i say and then yeah, it's not, and that's not even the discussion of uh, if you have nothing to hide, why do you care? That's mm. the stupid thing to say ever. Yeah, like if you have nothing to hide, then just why don't why do you have blind in your house? Like, I mean, what what is the discussion there? Yeah, yeah. The want people to look into your house. <laughs> yeah, and well, I mean, it's sort of it's basically the same thing as you. If you have nothing to hide, then why don't you? Uh, write letters to different companies telling them of your private life. I mean, why why don't you do that yeah. if you have nothing to hide? I mean, okay, here here is the it's different because here you actually have to you know go through make something to actually 
give the data to the to them but it's the same thing if you have nothing to hide then why don't you just give them why don't you just tell everyone about your personal life it's the same thing why don't you just if someone asks you on the street uh hey what did you eat for breakfast or uh how many keys do you have in your key ring if a random person asks you this then why just don't why don't you just tell it to them because if you have nothing to hide then you know why not yeah it's it, it, you would never tell to some random people but then most a lot of people are okay in just sharing all these things with just companies that the only thing they do is make you the product of their product somehow they just make money out of you without you getting any benefit yeah like i understand all the google discussion if you want to use gmail if you want to use all the google services they are free and you pay with your data fine mm. hopefully people should i mean they should know better but that's something you can like, understand that it's okay like you choose to use something for free and it needs to cost somehow but if you pay for a product and on top of that you give data for free that that's absurd. I don't understand why you would pay for something so the company can make money out of you even more. Yeah, yeah. And one one thing why I don't like, uh, or why I want to sort of keep keep well keep my data to me, but also not not use these, uh, not use Alexis and and series and whatnot, because I I want to basically I want to decide. Uh, what I use for different tools. So I, I want to, because if you want to use those, then you have to use, for example, music players that they can, and um, they understand or searching uh, mm, tools yeah. that they understand or something. I want to choose each and every time what I want to use. So if I want ultimate uh, comfortability and, and if I don't want to spend any time thinking about anything, then I can use those because it's, it's lazy and easy. I personally uh, sort of enjoy finding the software or the product or the thing that uh, fits as 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 well or you know if possible perfectly my needs. So you know I, I don't like these bulk kind of products where you get everything, although you need almost nothing. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense, and it's it's something that is gonna. I think that we we are having a discussion because somehow we are in a in a weird generation uh, like a weird situation for our generation that we really live through uh, no like the beginning of in informatics how we know it and the hardware and everything and then went also phones we went from land phone to the mobile mobile phone we have now so we kind of see this change and we were young enough to really adapt to it. So yeah. maybe older generation, you you live through the change, but you you see with less the consequences probably. Mm. Yeah, I mean there are maybe you see older people misusing Facebook and stuff, but it's not really part of their life. How it yeah. might be for younger generation that skipped what we know, like how it was before. Yeah, and this privacy thing, it's now something that maybe people are growing up without thinking about this problem because that's how it is it's just how they see things done yeah i mean it's it's sort of the way that i mean there's the 
there's the trade between do I want to sacrifice some of my privacy for all these cool things? If yes, I mean, if you're willing to do that, then then you get all the all the benefits of those cool things, and and you sort of get into the you can be part of that social group that uses those. But if you don't want to sacrifice, then you miss out in some ways. I mean, you can it can be said that you miss out. For example, obviously, I miss out from things that happen in Facebook, but I sort of don't care enough because now I already am not in there. And and you know, we we both miss out on on things in Twitter and things in different social medias because we're not there, but yeah. we're sort of willing to sacrifice that so that we don't have to either give them our data or like, for example, I personally need that. I, I don't find, I, I don't think I would even enjoy having Twitter or, or that I would use it for anything. I mean, maybe I would write some stupid jokes there every now and then, but I actually rather tell the jokes to people that I know. Yeah. Yeah. The people that care. Yeah. Yeah, that that's also something that now we are going a bit too deep in this, but it's I, I really like this discussion every single time because mm-hmm. every time I ask, I still I really never get an answer that is that will satisfy me about the fact that uh, what what is the point? Like, why why would you share your crap with people that don't care about it? Because most of the people you have in your social network don't care about you, because. They don't like if they would care about you, they would speak with you. Like I, I know who cares about me because I speak with them you know, on a semi-regular basis. If they want to tell me something, they send me a message. If they want to invite me to an event, it's not just a Facebook event where I can, oh, wow, they have an event. Let me join this event. They send me a message. Hey, we are having this event. So it means that they want me to be there. Yeah. I, well, Disconnecting also, oh, it's your birthday. I, I read it on Facebook. I don't care if people remember because I don't remember any birthday. So yeah. I'm not offended, but it's not the same thing. Like it's, it's, just, it's written there. Like it doesn't, ma- doesn't mean Yeah, anything. well, I, I mean, I, I think um, I agree on the birthday thing for me, the sort of, for me, when I was in Facebook, the thing that I did every, every, time I had my birthday coming, I drew a horrible picture in paint, put it on the put it on my site and then then told everyone to like it rather than tell me happy birthday. Because, uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't care that random people tell me happy birthday because they don't know when my birthday is. They just get the thing that says, yeah. hey, it's your birthday. So I always said, please like this or comment on this if you <laughs> try to tell something nice about this picture. <laughs> One time I, I drew a circle with, I think, 40 different straight lines which were just different color nice <laughs> so it was horrible but i like <laughs> forcing people to do stupid stuff like that but um on the second point which was or sorry on the first point which was uh why do i mean wh- wh- why do you why do you care giving like telling your private crap yeah to people? yeah I, I think that's somehow related to the same thing that we during this podcast we say you know follow us or help spread this out. There's the hope that someone cares. There's the hope that, you know, maybe maybe someone here finds me interesting or maybe someone likes to listen to what I have to say because I guess it's a human nature to, you know, hope that someone actually cares what you're saying. Yeah, so guess... yeah. in a way, I, I got the point. Yeah, but I think that this, at least for me personally, this podcast, I mean, I, we just do it because it's, it's nice to speak about these things and yeah. it, with the guests, it's really nice, at least for me. It's 
cool stuff that I want to know about. And I hope people listen to it, not because I really care that people listen to me. I have an important thing to say. It's because I hope this is something that they would care about. Mm. Yeah, so well, exactly. I, I get that. I get, so that's the, the fact is, and somehow I, I don't say this high quality. But it's not a picture of my food that I'm eating. Nobody fucking cares what I'm eating. And yeah. most of the holiday pictures are just there so the other people know that you are on holiday and you are telling them that you are better than them. Yeah, yeah. 100%, that's the reason. <laughs> like, yeah, and I mean, sort of... Yeah, I guess there's sort of that that um, that side to it as well, where you, especially with Instagram, where the point is to sort of try to show... Um, try to boost your own self-esteem yeah. by, by sort of showing that you have a nice life. I mean, I, I, sort of, I don't see, I don't think there's anything necessarily bad in that. I mean, I'm, I think you might have low self-esteem or you might have even lower self-esteem if you do that for that, because there's other people with more money who are, who have better genes. So they are not genes, but genes, you know, yeah, <laughs> not, yeah. not, not the trousers. Genetic maybe those, <laughs> yeah, maybe those as well. But I mean, there are people who are uh, more beautiful, more handsome, with more money and more fabulous uh, stuff. So, if I mean, I think that's sort of the thing Instagram is good for. You know, showing people uh, extroverts showing each other how fabulous they are and how beautiful children and friends and cars they have. So yeah. if you sort of buy into that, then you know, Instagram is a very nice way of doing that and if you get if you're one of those few people who actually have uh, on the outside uh, very beautiful lives then I mean good for you if, if you get <laughs> something out of that but if you're not interested in that like uh, I think most introverted people are more interested in actually doing things than showing you know things that they own or what they look like then maybe Instagram and Twitter and Facebook are sort of somehow less useful or less interesting or just bad yeah i guess you grow out of those if you really don't not interested in the things people mainly use them for and then you start to really see the amount of crap that you find in those like the amount of seriously shit that is said on facebook for example and all the problem with news and but that's a completely different discussion yeah yeah maybe it's not that's not go there now yeah, this is, this went a bit longer than, <laughs> than I imagine. No, I mean, robots, but it's an interesting discussion, really. That yeah, yeah, people yeah. should think I, a bit, a bit more about this. And I, I still want to say one, one thing related to sort of the comparison between us doing this podcast and hoping that someone listens to or, or telling always to you know follow us on Twitter and so on, uh, and then comparing that to, for example, a Facebook post or whatever. Uh, there's a difference because, um, like you said, this is not necessarily super high quality. We don't, we're not professionals doing something that is, uh, I mean, sometimes this might not even be pleasant to listen to because I especially go on stupid long tangents and, and ramble about things, for example, what I'm doing right now. But the point <laughs> is that, that we actually sort of, especially because we completely wing this and we, we sort of never rehearse anything or never really plan anything except maybe maybe what's the rough idea we're going to talk about this is yeah five minutes before we start yeah uh, so this leads to sort of us actually 
either coming up with new ideas and not necessarily new in the in the sense of nobody ever has thought about this but new for us so something that i have not thought about or something that you have not thought about and then that way we actually get to we we get to generate new ideas off of each other and and sort of it just it, you know conversations are interesting when you have something to talk about whereas in facebook it's usually or or other social media it's usually sort of you know always one person doing something and then possibly someone else uh replying to it so so i mean we do something which needs more people and something that is uh closer to a normal conversation or closer to something something else something that is more multi-sided than just one person you know writing Say, write something and yeah people yeah. like it that's it yeah yeah say, saying their opinion on something i mean that yeah. can be good as well if it's it's if it's a long uh opinion but then there are better formats than twitters or facebooks for that yeah okay I mean, so that's, least, the, that's the that's the end of least, my uh, yeah at least for this to conclude uh for us at least i i would imagine one third of the episode at least since now we decided to do it weekly fine we have to fit episode every week so most of the time it's just us speaking i don't know how much people care about it but when we have experts speaking about those things that is useful material it might not be high quality but that's it, it's useful stuff because experts speaking about field of technology and science and well let's say the the gene side whatever it is experts speaking about their field is always important everybody should know everything as much as you can so yeah. the more you know the better and that is the way you know asking people that know yeah, yeah. The topic. so in this sense it's something that people should listen to it is useful at least those episodes I'll yeah yeah exactly and, and they absolutely no <laughs> you don't need to listen to this but the, the yeah. other one those are good yeah yeah I, i agree i agree and and these these are the episodes which are basically only for us because yeah you know it's it's nice to talk about and like i mentioned you sometimes have new ideas or you look at things from a different perspective but those ones are good not not necessarily in the information content by itself because we almost never get to talk actually uh like this long enough super deep, yeah yeah deep enough but but they are um important in the sense that we give the introduction and we sort of give you and and even ourselves sort of we find places where we can look for more information if it actually sounds interesting yeah so, i mean if someone is interested in tell us uh well sorry satellites well we have an episode about that so now you know where to sort of if you live in finland and you're interested in satellites If you and if you listen to us, you know who to contact. You know where to look for this information. Yeah. So I hope that is useful to somebody. Not because I need the likes. I mean, we spend money <laughs> doing this and time with just zero gain. It's all minus for us. But hopefully, someone gets something useful for them and learns something nice. Uh, so that that that's the good we are doing. That's it. Yeah, that's basically a hobby. You yeah, spend yeah, money exactly. for getting nothing. But hopefully it's useful to someone. Yeah, yeah. So before so now before we we stop this and now we spoke about user stuff until now someone hopefully got to think about this and have their own opinion now. Don't need to copy us in any way. Let's give at least few 
real information and real things. So I found this article in IEEE Spectrum. It's if you are interested in engineering, uh, it's quite nice online, not a newspaper, but magazine, let's say. And uh, they're speaking about uh, five nanometer node manufacturing that is now starting actually to come into production and it's called risk production. So it's, it's being produced, but they really don't. And there is a, you know, problem, pro there is still problem and there is, you have to take a chance that yeah. this works. And the only two companies that actually got this far into the manufacturing that the, I have to say. Like the, the only two companies that got, got to this size or the other stopped. Yeah, yeah. Stopped. Size. yeah. it's Samsung and uh, TSMC. Uh, there was um, Global Foundry, they stopped at 14 nanometers. They didn't think it's, a, it's an investment for them to go deeper because the money it costs is absurd. Mm. So it's tens of billion and billion B uh, per year or every time you do something. It's just, uh, yeah, the ex expense of TSMC was 10 billion in 2018. And Samsung, uh, it's expect that they actually go like match that every year until 2030. Yeah. So it's, you need quite a lot of money to get to, to this far. And the point of this, okay, the five before, every time you hear in the modern days, the nanometer of a node is just the name of the node. It's not, not, nothing five nanometer. It's just a number that is lower than seven and it's lower than 10 and then 14. Before it was a physical dimension of certain feature in the manufacturing. Nowadays it's just name of the node. So when people say, yeah, it's a seven nanometer. So the stuff is seven nanometers smaller now. It's not connected to anything anymore. That makes almost as much sense than, uh, the num numerical names of games like uh something for example gta 4 <laughs> yeah it's, yeah it's basically nowadays game yeah nowadays became just number to say that is a node that is smaller than the node before yeah, yeah. Like for example 14 nanometer it's the name but then uh intel calls their 10 nanometer that is matching the 7 nanometer of other people so you know it's it's messy yeah and um, the cool thing about the fine nanometer that is something that is kind of shrinking the dimension, but is also shrinking the market because the cost is really much higher than before. And do you, do you really need the performance and the power consumption change? If you really need them, then you go for it. But otherwise, uh, many, many manufacturers are stopping at the uh, higher nodes because the it's okay for the application they are doing. So all, most of the electronics is not done at this cutting edge level. It's like seven nanometer is basically done in GPUs and CPUs and really high competitive markets where you really need every single watt that you can save. Like for yeah. example, phone, phone CPUs, phone components, they really go for the lowest they can find. But for example, CPUs and GPUs, they just started now with the seven nanometer. Yeah. And um, uh, yeah. 
just one point related to this is that there's the, there's a nice chart on the on the page that you mentioned on this news article about the sort of change percentage change uh, in performance and power consumption uh, between different nodes and the change um, is very large in in the uh, 16 to 14 nanometer range but then as you go smaller the change becomes significantly smaller so small as to be only 10 percent in the samsung uh, in the power consumption of samsung uh, uh, five nanometer node so so this means that uh, as it becomes more expensive to produce and as the uh, sort of gains become smaller and smaller as you mentioned it's, it's going to shrink the market quite a lot because there's if, if you want the best it's going to be stupidly expensive and not that much uh, better compared to at least the scale I mean the um, the price and the power so to speak they don't scale uh, linearly the yeah. other one goes higher also, also the, the thing is that of course it's not that it's only more expensive to produce everything I mean that's the idea is it should not be more expensive to produce the final product because the smaller it is the more product you produce in the same area yeah so that that's the idea. But the fact that it's now, uh, I mean, you have to first of all redesign everything because when you design your device in seven nanometer technology or 10, 14, whatever, and then you go down, you have to redesign it because the steps are different, all the dimensions are different. The other thing that it's really changing now between the seven and five is that they are starting to use uh, a new way of pattern the like well the features let's say like this uh hopefully we we will do this uh microfabrication series at some point when we have both time with me and nicola so you really really can go deep on the on what yeah. things mean but basically until now the idea is that you have this light sensitive material where you can draw your patterns and from there you can transfer your pattern on the different material you have in there just a super simple and until now we have been using uh, visible light so visible light it has a certain size of the light like it's in the hundred of nanometer the size of the wavelength like it's the yep. wavelength it's you know the size of the wave so let's say that you can make stuff something in that range then you can try to focus it and all this do these fancy things to make it smaller but at some point there is a physical limitation on the size of the things you can write down and what you do you do several steps one after the other with very different technique to kind of get this size smaller and smaller every time and what is new in the between the seven and the five nanometer is the use of extreme ultra ultraviolet lithography let's see EUV is basically they use 13.5 uh, nanometer light so it's uh, in the ultraviolet range and this is so much smaller but they you of course it's easy to understand that if it this is 13 instead of hundreds you can write much smaller pattern directly into this uh, photoactive material yeah so that's that's the thing that you before you need four or five whatever steps to do even even 10. Okay, wait, this is a, this is a, okay. 
If you do 10 to 12 EUV steps, you would do more than 30 in the older technology. So you have one third of the steps basically you need to do. So it's much more expensive to do one, but you do one third. So then the cost is per layer, uh, like per device, then it's not really changing too much, more or less. But I, I have no numbers. We would need Nicola for this. He's more in the in the industry, so he knows the number. Yeah, that's the idea. You have smaller light, so you can write smaller pattern. So you need less steps, more expensive step, but less of those. And and this is um, so. When you think about it, it's not only the problem of, of course, for the final product. Like if I am the customer. I really do not care that much as long as I get my product with a certain amount of money. The real problem is that machine, EUV machine, it costs up to maybe 100 million, even more. So building a facility that makes these chips is extremely expensive. Yeah. So that's why it, it became only two companies nowadays they got this far. Because uh, it's a money problem at this point. Yeah, uh, thing that I asked you sort of before this, before this uh, podcast, like a rhetorical question was that once you sort of reached reached the bottom, where can you go? Because I, I sort of had not um, really read about this too much, but actually now from the uh, from the same page of this article, so uh, spectrum.ieee.org. Um, there's a very interesting article called "The Good, the Bad, and the Weird: Three Directions for Moore's, Moore's Law." And this basically sort of was discussing the same thing that what happens once you reach the point, say, two, three to one nanometers, so that it's not really in any sort of actual way, uh, not not necessarily yet because of physical limitations, but at least because it's becoming so expensive that it's nobody will use it, nobody will want it. Um, what happens at that point? What, what what are the directions that you can go to? And there was a very interesting uh, bit that they mentioned here, called which was called the weird, which is actually some um, some sort of <coughs> excuse me, some companies is uh, looking into sort of making. Uh, somehow three-dimensional chips so that you have uh, carbon nanotube transistors and, yeah. and resistive uh, random access memory, which is uh, top on, on top of the chips. And they mention here that it's if it basically ever, everything goes as planned, uh, it's like setting the bar back at 90, mil, uh, 90 nanometers, and then you can continue to scale down. So then there's uh, room for going down almost like I don't know how how fast this technology would actually go forward, but going down maybe for ten years or twenty years. Yeah, that that's the point of the why. As long as the the there is a need for smaller and better and low power consumption, the technology is gonna go forward. That's that's for sure. It's probably the more slow is something that maybe doesn't apply anymore because it doesn't go as fast as it's it was before. But I mean. It doesn't really. It doesn't mean that the technology is like, oh no, now it stops and it doesn't go anywhere. Like it just doesn't follow the same law as before. It just 
changes the way it's been done before in the older nodes everything was planner now already nowadays with the finfets everything is let's say 2d so it uses of course it's really 3d but in the sense that you stack it vertically instead yeah. of just planner and then you go let's say 3d where you actually have this nanotubes or anyways circular gates where you have everything around it not only on two two sides so there is always a way then you have all the the material side so now we are speaking about the material we're using now but in the future different material can be used like better performance and so you can get better performance with the same size or you know you can get actually smaller sizes uh, with different materials that that were changed but, before but but the thing is the that but that there is sort of in this uh, going smaller i don't think there's the um i mean it used to be said that there's so much room uh down below or there there's lo lots of room in the small scale but soon or already sort of it, it has been reached the point where you really can't go that much smaller because of because then you start to have to worry about quantum uh, quantum yeah. mechanics and yeah, I mean, at physics. some point when you get to one layer of atoms that's it you don't go smaller than that yeah yeah so but of course we are not there yet no but i mean even before that you have yeah to yeah. yeah yeah for sure start so taking uh, different kind of things into account so so you always have to come up with something new but then then there are the i mean things that i know nothing about for example quantum computing and so on so there there are you know some completely different paths if you want to think of technology as a tree uh then instead of trying to find new branches from the route that you're on now go down a bit and go down a completely different route so yeah. so quantum computing is so far from uh traditional computing so to speak that sort of you know you never know yeah it might be the same as uh before it was one chip that go that the speed is faster but then when you get to four to five gigahertz that's it you don't go faster than that then you start putting more of those and then nowadays we have easily actually amd with the ryzen 3 they have on the consumer level six eight twelve cores so you know there is the, there is a way to scale the performances without changing the fabrication so you have seven nanometer technology but you could put double chip so you have better performances when you go multi-threaded somehow so it's not only a hardware thing it's also software changes and it's all together so it's uh, it's gonna be interesting this is some i mean if you don't know what what, what field you want to work with Try to go into this material science, engineering, uh, semiconductor. That that's gonna be a place where you have a job for very long time. And it's not only the this the famous one. I mean, the big company that produces in like say older or like bigger nodes, if you want to say like this. It's not that they are they stopped. It's not the 14 nanometer now. That that's old. Nobody's gonna change it anymore. I mean, that is changing all the time. You can improve an older node also and get more competitive with that change material there it doesn't mean that you have to go smaller to make it better that's also another thing yeah i would i would say that uh 
because you were saying go to go go to uh, material science. I would like to say that go to uh, um, computer science and study computer science, but it's not necessarily a good idea if you want to have a job for the rest of your life because again, quoting Mikko Hyppönen, uh, you can see that I watched some some <laughs> talks talks made by him. But anyway, um, he again said it nicely that. At, at that point, when someone writes a computer program that is sort of better than the programmer itself, at that point, every single programmer in the in the uh, entire planet is out of a job, because that program will then write a better version of itself, which was, which will then write a better version of itself, <laughs> etc. Yeah. Until and this will happen in fifteen seconds, and then we will have uh, basically a programmer which is better than anything anywhere has ever been. But then you kind of, yeah, it's, it's, it's a shift on what people are doing. And when we get there, maybe people don't work. I mean, maybe the concept of work is it's gone because why do you work? There is a machine doing all the shit. So never yeah. know what, what, I mean, good luck in changing that because the <laughs> it's the change of the society pretty big, but that's, that's maybe for another episode where we can speculate on that it would be pretty yeah. interesting to go on the sci-fi of this yeah actually actually that's a very nice topic let's let's sometimes go completely ham on this and, and yeah forget. Let's, let's keep it for the, yeah completely uh, sci-fi yeah yeah let's see sort of what, what is the craziest thing that we can come up with yeah <laughs> all right but uh i mean i it's a bit annoying that we got to the the really interesting stuff at the end do we have to go through the old shit before <laughs> uh, get into this but anyway if you got this far i hope you enjoyed it uh you can share it around not to make us happy but hopefully that some people that are interested they get to hear this we are also happy because more people listen to this so hey yeah. we also we want those likes <laughs> yeah we need it otherwise otherwise our lives will be horrible and and no nah, um, we, <laughs> hey, we, need, there, we... Is a, there is a thing uh on podbean that where we put this podcast. If you go to the Podbean website, uh, it's stgpodcast.podbean.com. If you go there, I, I don't know, I never tried, but I put now the support stuff so you can actually pay money to, to us <laughs> through this. Nobody's going to ever do it and it's fine. But I, I just put it there. And it would be, if someone does it, it would be the funniest thing ever. You can... I don't know, I guess you can give like four euro one time because we discussed about this. I want to pay one time just to support one time. Good. But then mm. you can put maybe four four euro per um, per month or something for a year. I mean, it's one euro a week, so it's an Italian coffee price a week. Yeah, well, I mean, this, this is a <clears throat> this is a good th- good thing because there's a saying in Finnish, which is roughly something like uh the one who asks is not stupid the one who pays is yeah not nice so I, mean, <laughs> so I mean you're not stupid by putting this up uh if someone pays they are they're the idiot I, I would not say that they're stupid but if they are giving you money like it's not good to call someone stupid <laughs> if they give you yeah, money me neither, me neither. please give but, us all the money. yeah okay give us all the money no i mean this we're just not gonna stop. if we stop it because we are bored not because we don't have money <laughs> not that we cannot afford 50 euro a year to pay for the yeah pod, pod and probably when this is over we are going to move to something that is free we already spoke about this yeah. so we don't do it for the money but 
I just put it there because I, I wanted to see if something happens. <laughs> yeah, we lost money. We need external validation because of our <laughs> self-esteem. Yes. All right. Well, thanks a lot to listening to this. Ah, hashtag. I, I invented by myself too already. So this is your turn. Okay. It has to be a com combination of, of these two topics. Five nanometer privacy. Um, well, okay, sure. <laughs> no, no, okay. nanometer privacy. Okay, that's, that's good. Hashtag nanometer privacy. Uh, let's see when this ever gonna happen on Twitter. It's gonna be the most famous person ever. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Thanks a lot. And well, see you. But for us, it's gonna be in two weeks. But to see you next episode, it's gonna be in a week when you listen to this. And have a nice evening, night, night morning, day, whenever you listen to this. Bye bye. Bye bye.